Don't stare. Just run away. It's all he heard in his head after finding a strangely shaped stray. He thought it ate his pet snake. It's not impossible that it could have ate its pet snake, but all he heard was, Don't stare. Just run away. It was ringing through his brain over and over again. The football-shaped thing is just staring into his eyes with sorrow. It's almost as if the rocks he and his friend threw out had hurt it, somehow. At this point, it was just kind of getting sad. Then his friend mentioned that his mom was going to get some, some ice cream. So they just followed the advice of the, the voice in their head. <laughs> Welcome to Reaper Critters. My name is Jesse. I, with me today is Daniel Na. Hey, that's me. So this is a podcast where we talk about cryptids. Um, today we have a fairly modern cryptid that only has one sighting. Nice. And has a fairly okay story with it. So, um, but before we uh, get started... Um, you have a new podcast since the last time we recorded this. Uh, I do. Yes, you're correct. Um, so I started a second podcast. It's called OK Crusader. Uh, it is about me getting some guests such as Jesse on my show. And we will take between three and five random, uh, characters from the Marvel wiki using the random feature button. And we'll just discuss how dateable we think they are, and they go into a little list. <coughs> Excuse me. Most of the time, the dateability more likely goes into how freaky how freaky their fuck style is. Oh yeah, this is not safe for work. <laughs> no, also, you know, maybe if you want to keep a somewhat okay image of me in mind, maybe also don't <laughs> listen to it, because I say some really heinous things that I don't realize I said until I listen to the episode. I'm just like, hmm, yeah, I can't be president anymore. Yeah, yeah, Jesse gets down in those weeds. I've learned a lot about Jesse since having him on my show. Yeah, yeah, it turns out, it turns out that, uh, I'm an open book as, uh, and I, and this book goes really deep if you allow it. But today we're talking about something that was, uh, reported in January 12th 2002 mm. in Chile. That was a year after Spider-Man 1 came out. Yes, yeah, I think this has something directly to do with that. It makes sense to me. Yep, yep. So, it's the telepathic football. Is that its actual cryptid name? Yep, it's the only oh. name it has. Wow. Alright. Yep. <laughs> oh, see, it's just like in Spider-Man 1 where he was trying to come up with a name and he was like, I'm the human spider. And yeah, the wrestling exactly. announcer, yeah, was like, that's stupid, you're Spider-Man. Only that wrestling announcer wasn't here for the telepathic football, so he got stuck with the bad name. Yep, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I was gonna try to make a joke, but apparently I can't. <laughs> yeah, but the telepathic football, it has a pretty interesting story. Oh, sorry, uh, brief aside before we jump into this, because you said it was from Chile, so is this a football or is this a football? as it were. A rugby football. Okay, interesting. All right. So basically it's shaped like a football. Oh, American I guess. American yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rugby football. That's what gotcha, I should say. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it doesn't have, it doesn't, it's not, uh, it's not like pansy and weird. 
like yeah. footballers. <laughs> it's I'm just once you, leave, once you leave the realm of America, you gotta specify. Well, especially since football is actually a uh, pretty popular in Chile. Oh yeah, in South America, they're crazy about it. Yeah, but uh, the telepathic football sure. was a cryptid reportedly sighted on January 12th, 2002 by John F. and Nelson C. in Kalama, Chile. You may be asking. Obviously, these two, they're like, you know, retired Air Force generals or something like that. You know, something to lend a lot of credence. You know, respectability. Hey, Jesse, are are these two, like, retired Air Force generals or something that would lend them a lot of respect and credence? No, they're just two t- teenagers. Oh, <laughs> how fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, it all began when Jean, or Jean, uh, noticed that his pet snake escaped from its cage. His friend Nelson noticed it was gone, so they went to look for it outside. In the rubble of just around the house. All right. They they recalled about half an hour beforehand. Their two dog two dogs strangely began to howl and cry. So so far, this does not sound like him trying to cover up why he lost his pet snake. <laughs> Super not. It, like. When I think of teenagers, especially, like, you know, young teenagers, Mm. they never lie and make up ridiculous stories. That's so true. I remember when I was a teenager, I never lied. Not once. Not once, no. The two things I know about teenage boys is they're never thinking about sex, and they never lie. They definitely don't do both of them at the same time. Because that'd be be weird. (laughs) Why would you lie about thinking about sex. That just doesn't add up to me. They searched for the pet snake, and then suddenly, at about 30 meters from where they stood, I'm guessing that's like what, like 500 yards? Thank you for uh, both doing a topical unit of measurement for a football, and also for translating that from meters, because you know I'm an ignorant American who does not know how much distance that is. I think a meter is just like just over a yard. Okay. By, like, just over a yard. They saw what appeared to be a stray dog. Mm. They immediately picked up rocks to throw uh, throw at it to avoid an attack. I just want to repeat that. They saw what looked like a stray dog, and they immediately picked up rocks and threw listen, at it. Listen, you want to hear a fun story from my life? So, my grandfather is from China. He, you know, grew up there. And, uh... My family has a nice little suburban home in a nice little suburban neighborhood that has lots of nice suburban neighbors who often own dogs because that's the kind of neighborhood it is. And one of our neighbors has a particularly uh, noisy one, loves to bark at people, uh, anyone walking by, especially our family. The dog might be racist. We're not sure. Oh, no, no. Like 100%, if it's a mostly white area, the dog is <laughs> racist. Yeah, but uh, it turns out apparently in, in China... Where my grandfather grew up, uh, it was pretty common practice that if a dog was giving you shit, you pretend to pick up a rock and throw it at them to, like, kind of get it to leave. And so he was doing that to our neighbor's dog, and our neighbors saw him and came out and were very upset. That's definitely a story about cultural differences. Yep, and rocks and dogs, so it's all connected. Yep, yeah, it's all connected. Um, yeah, so they immediately picked up rocks to throw out the dog to avoid attack. 
But to their surprise, the animal just stood there. Motionless and fearless. Mm. It did not get scared, nor did it run away, as dogs normally do when you throw rocks at them. I mean, yeah, me too. Monster children. You monster children. Now, Jesse, wait a minute. What if that dog were a Nazi? Oh, if that dog was a Nazi, yes, throw rocks at it. <laughs> but in my in my opinion, most dogs aren't Nazis. They just happen to have Nazi owners, which is just as bad. Listen, Chile is pretty close to Argentina, which is where a lot of Nazis fled after the war. I'm just saying, this dog could be a Nazi. We don't know. Well, it, this dog could be a Nazi if it was a dog. Oh, plot twist. Whoa. Shortly after... The strange animal began to move towards them. The movements it made as it walked were very strange. It used two legs at a time. It made very small, short leaps like a rabbit. So it was a Nazi rabbit. <laughs> oh man, those are the worst kind. Yeah, and if you ever if you ever pull the tail of a rabbit, it's pretty bad. Like it sounds like a like you're murdering a small child. I... Um did not know that. No, no, for real. It's it's horrifying, and you. Huh. Mm, mm, yeah, I may have lived in an area where coyotes like to eat the oh. rabbits that were close by, and let me tell you, it was real fun here in that middle of the night. Uh, and suddenly, it stopped and stood up on two legs. Another sign, not a dog. Yeah, that's a pretty good sign. Now I don't know about Nazi dogs or Nazi rabbits. Maybe they can stand up on two legs. So. The teenager shortly f uh, began to feel as if some sort of energy. It was like an electric shock in the stomach, they said. It later walked again, upright, mm. making a long dragging noise, making short leaps only to move, only moving one of its legs. They thought that it might have been hurt after they threw rocks at it. I wonder why, you monster children. <laughs> they noticed uh, the weird shape of the animal. It was shaped like a rugby, rugby football with legs, one of them said. And at that moment, Nelson claimed that he heard a voice in, its head, in his head say, Don't stare, just run away. So, uh, what do you think about that story? I can tell pretty clearly uh, what what was going on here, actually. Um, I do a lot of research into these kind of situations. You know, I'm actually a, a bit of an expert. When an animal is not acting quite like an animal, and then you hear a voice in your head, uh, you're dealing with what I like to call an andalite situation. So is it like a, uh, so it's like a super advanced alien race? Mm, yes, yes, they are, uh... They're like a human-deer-scorpion hybrid, and uh, they don't have mouths, so they speak telepathically. And uh, in their war against their uh, rival alien race, the Yurks, they developed a weapon, a morphine weapon. It lets them turn into any animal they can touch. It, they absorb their DNA. See, that's odd. I think someone should write, like, a book about this. Maybe, like, 54 books? And some change. No, but uh, I, I would like to point, give some credence to this story. Sure. When you and your friend immediately pick up rocks, not rock, not a rock, but mm -hmm. rocks, and just repeatedly threw it at something until you waited for it to run away. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe it got hurt. That's possible. As a person who had a, a rock thrown at him once, it hurts a lot. Mm. Turns out that used to be an actual punishment. <laughs> that they used to kill people. So oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But, so. Yeah, so this is the totally 100% true story about two young teenage boys who totally did not lose their pet snake. Yep. And they totally met this weird creature. Now, I'm going to be honest. I know boy, teenage boys don't lie, and they don't think about sex. But I do know, they like to take a lot of drugs. I'm just saying, these guys could have been on drugs. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe their pet snake is slang for, like, some sort of street drug. Hmm, yeah. So, um, so let's actually talk about what it looked like. Because I feel like you did. I feel like you needed to think it was a dog for a little bit mm-hmm. for the story to work. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, like a rugby football with legs uh, that is could, that is that like could, animal-ish. Yeah, that that could totally be a dog. Yeah, like a dog that is fed a lot. Like what? What are most animals, if not rugby footballs, with then like a neck and a head and legs? I mean, I don't know. I mean, my cat, I would not say is football-shaped at all. I guess you could put a football shape inside of most animals. Yeah. That are quadrupeds. But but wait, would that mean that its butt was, like, pointy? I mean, up close, yeah. Sorry, I also had to look up what a rugby football looks like. It looks like <laughs> a football. Yeah, or it's just a fatter football. Yeah, that's like an animal shape. That I also want to show you, like, someone drew a artistic rendition. Oh. Alright. Um, I'll tell you after we describe. Nelson was mesmerized as he stared at such a strange-looking characters. He remembers a detailed description of it. Of course he did, because he actually saw this thing. Mm-hmm. It was not lying. Yep. According to him, its head was it was one of a large dog, and it had a flat nose like a bulldog. Its eyes were slanted in pale red in color. It can only be seen when the creature turned its head from side to side, like small lizards do. So first off, that that totally sounds true. Maybe maybe he just saw the head. It did look at the body. It like does that. just kind of sound like he saw a dog. <laughs> well, well, we'll find out. We'll find out a little bit later because right now we're just looking at the head. Sure. So its ears were flat, round, and large. So like an elephant. No. No. Well, its arms were short. Short. It had elbows, and the hands had three fingers. That's weirdly specific, but okay. Well, I mean, no, it's a detailed description of a thing he saw. This so. was like at night, though, wasn't it? No, no, this was during the day. Oh, okay. I had that scene totally wrong in my head. Oh, no, this happened in the middle of the day. They probably, like, after they ran away, they probably just got some ice cream. Okay. Well, that's nice, at least. After they after they made something that told them to just run away after hurting them. It had elbow, wait, uh, it had hair like like a wild pig, and its legs were like uh, were like a goat's. Um, it had feet that also had three fingers and a membrane that looks like a duck's, but somewhere shorter. He does not re- recover seeing nails because the grass was covering the tip of the fingers. On its curved back, they noticed a spiral selection covered in a mount 
an amount of even thicker hair. According to the teenagers, the thicker hairs grew in separate sections or groups down the spinal uh, area that pointed downwards. And most of the hair was green, and its tail had a white tip. Hmm. The tail appeared to be three times thicker than ones of a dog, but it was very short. It was about five centimeters in length, a.k.a. 600 inches. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep, yep. (laughs) No, actually, I think it's like two inches, give or take. Five centimeters? Five centimeters? Did you say centimeters? Yeah. Yeah, centimeters are smaller than inches, man. Yeah, but five, but I think it's like two or three, or it's like an inch. Or is it like three? Hang on, I got a ruler right here, because centimeters are something we do use. It's about two inches? Five centimeters would be about... Yeah, about three inches, actually. What do you think of this creature? Before I show you an artistic depiction. Yeah, uh, the green the green hair threw me a little bit. The gray hair, sorry. Oh, gray hair. So imagine, imagine like a pug that has like a hunchback, actually. Oh, that's a little sad. And fingers, yeah. Webbed feet. It's kind of a mess. Do you think it like swims? It has membranes. Most of yeah, the time, yeah. It they sounds swim. like it would swim. Then, yeah. Is it a duck? I don't think it's a duck. <laughs> well, here's an artistic artistic rendition. I'm excited. It's it's like a bulldog combined with a koala and a lemon a little bit. Yeah, oh okay, wait, wait. It looks like if you made a made gave like a lemon like a um like a bulldog's face. Yeah. And mouse ears? Kinda mouse ears, yeah. That's I think that's where I'm getting koala from. Well what are koalas but the mice of trees. Of trees? No, actually, no. It's going to say the mice and marsupials, but the, uh, but the mouse of marsupials are jaboas. Oh, uh, yeah. Or like opossums. They're kind of rodent. Like, there are a lot of cool rodent marsupials. Well, I mean, you need uh, like just because just because I have not looked at a picture of a jaboa in a really long time, I need to look at them because they're one of the best creatures to ever exist. It's J E R B O A. Okay. Well, man. Oh wow! What and these the are fuck? real creatures. These are real creatures, by the God, way. Australia is so weird. Are you sure this is not the cryptid? This looks like a cryptid, Jesse. No. <laughs> okay, wait. Let's 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 take a just a hard left turn because jaboas are great. These are not kangaroo rats because kangaroo rats are a separate species. I think I've um, seen kangaroo rats. They don't look nearly as fucked up as this. Okay, wait. First off, don't say fucked up. They are adorable and weird, and I love them. But basically, imagine like a mouse. With, like, kangaroo legs and, like, a super long tail. Like, I need to post a picture of this. Like, they look like cryptids. They really do. This doesn't look like a real animal. Though, I think the biggest thing that's, like, messing with me is they have very, very short front arms. So, on a lot of these photos, it just doesn't look like they have front arms. And it looks super fake. When you look at a still picture of them, they make no sense. No, yeah. But when you see a video of them, like, they're the cutest goddamn things ever. Like they do have really short, they have really short front uh, front legs, and they have like uh like kangaroo legs with like a super long tail, and like like it's hard to describe without looking because they're so goddamn cute. 
and they look like they they almost look like an alien creature. They look like they have horse hooves. This is messed up. I see you're describing that in a in in a light that is not adorable beyond reason. Because these are adorable. I don't know, man. <laughs> what, how can you look at this and not think they're the best goddamn creature? I don't like those legs. Those legs are freaking me out. Those legs are so cool. It, they, it looks like if you give a mouse really long legs. It looks like he's got damn horse legs coming out of the back of him. That's not right. <sighs> you're one of those. You're you're just a, a, a racist. <laughs> 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 Listen, God didn't create Australia, all right? This this is not God's work here. You might like the other version of them, where they have shorter legs. I would probably like that, yeah. These legs but are I just like, too I like long. the regular Jaboas a lot, because like they're the cutest. They're the cutest goddamn things. I'll, I'll put a picture of them. They do look exactly like... They look like an alien creature. They really do. And... It's just proof that Australia is both terrifying and amazing at the same time. And like you'll hear you you'll hear that description. It's like a mouse with a super long tail and kangaroo legs, and like you'll think of an image and it won't really make sense, and then you'll see this and you'll be like Oh, it makes sense. Yeah, oh no, that's literally just what it is. And and like they have these like these really big eyes as well. Mm, they yeah. look like they look like living cartoon creatures. They do. This totally isn't because I tried to lengthen the episode out a little bit. <laughs> uh, but also, people need to know about Jerboas because they're so the people fucking gotta know. cute. You gotta know about this secondary cryptid. This is a two-for-one episode. Well, the last episode was about cryptids that were real. Oh. Well, did you mention the Jerboa in them? Well, then you messed up. Well, I mean, really, really, I, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna say anything, like I can mention the killer tree, the actual killer trees, not the fake killer trees that I want to do episodes on. The actual killer trees in Australia, the uh, of actual course, Australia. ones that if you touch them, eat them, burn them, touch them, like eat their fruit, um, just slightly graze in the area of them, like they will kill you. Um, y'all, Australia is so messed up, and I feel like creative people aren't taking full advantage of this. Like, these things would go great on television. You know what would be really cool as, like, a mount in a game? Yeah. Like a giant Jaboa? Kind of sound like Yeah, I would agree with that, actually. That would be fun. And you could get, you have, like, the long-eared uh, variety, and then the, the then the, just the mouse with long legs. Yeah, it already kind of looks like a Final Fantasy creature, so... It, and I like how, like, it holds its front legs in, so it looks like it only has two legs, so it almost looks like a chocobo. Yeah. It's just uh-huh. a very messed up looking chocobo. Or a very adorable chocobo. I can't believe you don't find these adorable beyond reason. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're t- going to do the last segment of the show, which is make it sexy slash make it YA slash just make a story. Right. We're going to make a story that would make the telepathic football into a popular uh, character or creature. So we gotta figure out how to make it appeal to millennials. Exactly. Okay, alright, alright. First, I think we need to update the color palette, because this gray is not doing it for me. Uh, Millennials like bright colors, that's why they want to eat Tide Pods. Can we make this 
Tide Pod colored. Yes, uh, the there would be a section that is orange, a section that is blue, and most of it being white. Yes. I'm liking it better already. This is appealing to me. I'm imagining it in my head. I'm like, oh, that looks really good. I'm imagining that this is the this is just like a really bad day for just one telepathic football. Yeah. Um, because a bunch of <laughs> basically a couple shitheads decided to throw rocks at it, and it's just like, just get away from me, please. You threw rocks at me. Yeah, you just wanted to be left alone. It was like, get out of here. So, um, I feel like that's just like an excerpt. Like in their life, and mm-hmm. I would imagine that this is like a. Uh, I don't want to keep on going into this, but a secret society, <laughs> <laughs> like like a Smurfs. Like imagine Smurfs, okay, but with okay. like telepathic footballs. And this and this one and this one, his name is, uh, Lucky, Lucky Football. See, all of them have the name like something football. So there's Papa Football. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Tim Tebow football. football. Timbo football, yes. <laughs> um, he's the religious one. Yeah. Uh, who took who took a knee for abortion, but uh, apparently that's, you know, okay to do and not if you're black. Yep. Okay, yeah, but, uh, but I feel like, uh, you know, it's just like lucky football was just taking a stroll and a couple of shitheads threw a bunch of rocks at it. Doesn't and sound so lucky football. Yeah, and that's what they say. Oh, and then gotcha. like and uh Lucky Football also has like a girlfriend football who whose name is Girlfriend Football because it's because this is the Smurfs and there's only one female. Oh, good for Lucky then. And Lucky and and unfortunately Girlfriend Football was created by the evil scientist who wants to uh melt them down into silver. His name is uh Smargle Male. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, well done. I yeah. was gonna say Papa John's, but Papa John. Oh yeah, Papa John. I well, lost. Uh, I don't know that many football people. <laughs> What's the best? I had? <laughs> well, I was just doing. I don't know many football things, so I was just gonna lean directly into my limited knowledge of Smurfs. And you could also like because this is a cartoon, you can also just have a bunch of uh, like football players voice them. You know. You know, like Brainy Football is, uh, like he makes like a, like an invention that gets them on like wacky adventures every once in a while. Yeah. And he's voiced by the guy who was kicked off the Vikings because he thought that gay rights was a thing that people should like. He's, he was nerdy and actually really, really smart. Chris I forget what Clu- his name is. Cluel. Chris Cluel yeah. or something like yeah. that. Chris Cluey or something like that. Yeah. yeah uh, I thought he got kicked off for that. That's really sad. I was wondering how YouTube managed to like snag him for stuff. Now I know. Yeah, no, he he made a very public thing, like, hey, gay rights are a thing that should happen. And then everyone's just like, hey, are gays people? I don't think they are. Huh. Get off my team. <laughs> but Gay is another famous cryptid. Yeah, gay is another famous <laughs> cryptid. Um, I'm actually half cryptid. Oh, I'm half half Hispanic, half half uh, half gay. <laughs> <laughs> is there any is is there anything else you could think that we could put um put telepathic footballs in? Um, well, in a football game, naturally, you know, 
Tom Brady's feeling feeling down. He can't throw his good anymore. And how is he going to win the big game now? And then, uh, oh, it's like, like Angel Angel on the outfield, but with telepathic football. Yeah, it's like Angel in the outfield meets Flubber. You know the scene where he rigs the game with his Flubber fun Flubber experiments on on the basketball and the shoes. So yeah, instead of deflating the football, now now Tom Brady can just like mentally sink with it and be like. Go over to I don't know anyone else on the Patriots on the Patriots. I don't know. <laughs> We're big football fans. There, Tim Tebow's open. Go that way. Yeah, person yeah. who I think hasn't been playing. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about him. I mean, Tim Tebow is so. also another quarterback. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Tom Brady's new bowl strategy. Oops, all quarterbacks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I think another thing you could do is just make it like a super like straight and dramatic remake of Friday Night Lights, <laughs> but <laughs> with the these things. <laughs> no, all of them are telepathic footballs. Okay. Oh, everyone. Okay, everyone's a telepathic football, and they do the weird like hop things, but they're playing football. Okay, and like they even like. And, and, like, you could have, like, these really dramatic speeches from Coach Taylor come from this goofy-ass bulldog-looking thing. Yeah, I can see it. What What's your plugs? Uh, yeah, as I mentioned before, I do a new podcast called OK Crusader. That can be found at shoutengine.com slash OK Crusader, or by just searching OK Crusader anywhere on the web, really. You know, Marvel dating, you heard it earlier. My other podcast is Audiomorphs, found at audiomorphs.podbean.com or by searching Audiomorphs just out there on the internet. It's everywhere, even Spotify. It's uh, Animorphs, but I read it out loud to you like a book. Okay, so I have a podcast called uh, Creepy Critters, which is this one. Um, I have a podcast called Alphabet Flight, which I talk about. Marvel characters, and not like data, datability, <laughs> just as like a general thing. And I think when this comes out, I'll be talking about... I can actually tell you. And when this comes out... When this comes out, I'll be talking about... Uh, Pluto? Indeed. Like Pluto, Polaris, and oh, okay. Possessor. Um, Pluto is in the dog, not the god. Oh, fun twist. That, I'm, jo- I'm joking. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, if you want to, you know, hear me make like a really good, if you want to hear me make like some good riffs based off of uh, the Miracle Song, uh, listen to the Polar- Polaris episode. Yeah, and I have other things. I don't know. Just look at the description. I'm tired and I don't want to feel I don't feel like saying anything. I just want to show Daniel this one last picture of a baby Jerboa. Yeah, there that one's a lot cuter actually. I think all of them are cute because you're but you're a goddamn monster. When you can see the arms it's cute. When you can't see the arms it's freaky. I feel like they would be cute with or without arms. Mm, we're just gonna have to agree to disagree well okay here's my final thoughts this is the final thing I'm gonna say about Jerboas or about well not Jerboas about uh, <laughs> <laughs> about my- mice they did an experiment where they uh, 
scientists, aka god players, yeah. um, did an experiment on some mice where they activated the gene that got rid of limbs. Oh no! <laughs> and they basically had snake mice. I don't like that. And if you compare them to that, these things are the goddamn cutest thing in the world. That's a fair compromise. I'll take it. Okay. But also, um, I get the last word, so Jabos are cute. And uh, guess what else? Don't throw rocks at anything, including telepathic footballs. Bye!